Why choose a Sleep Number Smart Bed? Because no two people sleep the same. Only the Sleep Number Smart Bed lets you each choose your individual firmness and comfort your Sleep Number setting. The Climate 360 Smart Bed is so smart, it actively cools or warms up to 13 degrees on either side for your ideal sleep temperature. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Special Edition Smart Bed, plus free home delivery when you add an adjustable base. Ends Monday. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. To find a store near you, visit sleepnumber.com. and welcome to the Parentologist Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Kim. The Parentologist Podcast is a show about everything parenting with a therapeutic twist. I have a doctor in psychology and am a licensed marriage and family therapist, a registered play therapist, university professor, writer, and mom of two. Each episode of the Parentologist Podcast focuses on a variety of topics related to parenting, family, children, and mental health. I'm glad you're here. On today's episode, I have Caitlin McHugh Stamos. She is an actress, a model, a jewelry designer, a mom, and the wife of John Stamos. Caitlin, thank you so much for being here today. My pleasure. So next week is Valentine's Day, Love Day. So we are going to be talking all about love today. Love for ourselves, love for our partners, love for our children, and love for others. So Let's go ahead and start with, since we're both moms, love for our children. What do you love most about being a mom? What do I love most about being a mom? I love, I love the love. Yes. <laughs> I love, and then I have a three-year-old and I, I love his honesty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I love all that he teaches me. Uh, I love seeing the pure joy in him. Uh, less so when it's like pure anger. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but though that's that's probably my favorite—the pure joy when he laughs, when we just have the best time together, and also watching him sleep. Oh, I know! Isn't that the best? I have so many pictures of my kids sleeping since birth. It's it's insane. Like I have so many. <laughs> Probably same. But I love it. Their little faces and they're just so calm and it's it's beautiful. It really is beautiful. And my son will say to me sometimes, mom, you're the best mom ever. And he'll give me a little kiss on the cheek. And I mean, it just melts my heart. So I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> that is the best. Oh, I love so it. So, but I also know, you know, as moms, um, motherhood isn't always easy. So what are some of the challenging parts that you have about, you know, being a mom and how do you get through tough days? For me, the hard, hardest thing for me is that I have a very active child physically 24-7. Yeah. Um, and so the 24-7 of it is probably the hardest part. He, For some reason, he doesn't like sleeping. And I've tried... I feel like all of the things to get him to sleep through a night and it's even at three years old is rather inconsistent. Sometimes we'll go through a week of sleeping all night. And I'm like, great, we're over this. This is awesome. This, yep. is, this is the other side of the hill. And then he'll be like, just kidding. I'm going to wake up at 10.30, 2.30 and 6 a.m. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, uh, which, was, which was last night. Mm. And, uh, and so that, that's, that, that's been a little rough on me. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and then some other things just – I feel like once you feel like you've gotten the hang of a certain phase in life, he'll grow. Mm -hmm. And then it's another and it's like, oh, okay. And now now I'm in uh, uncharted waters again. Yep. <laughs> and need to figure out the stage of life. Uh and like now, because he's in school and he's 
just he's you know a sponge for information and learning so much and even in front of me learning some things that I have to explain that can be hard sometimes yeah like one recently was that uh he's he's interested in words he shouldn't be saying oh no no matter where he hears them he's like well why 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 shouldn't I say kill or hate right and and so things like that and I, I came up with a something that has helped me at least, and uh, hopefully it helps someone else. And that's, I don't want it to be a word he can't say because then he'll want to say it even more. Oh, sure. And it will be something that he'll want to say behind my back or with other people and it becomes this a whole thing. And so I was like, well, you know, you could say you want to kill mosquitoes and that you hate mosquitoes. Okay. I like that. And so it gives it an outlet for using that word in a way that everyone finds acceptable. I mean, maybe not everyone, but like I feel like most people are also hate mosquitoes. Yes. <laughs> not, it's, it's It only offends mosquitoes. Uh, and so when he gets – say he gets angry at me and every once in a while he'll be like, oh, I hate you. But it, And then I'll be like, do I look like a mosquito? Am I a mosquito? And then it actually ends up turning it around and it ends up becoming a playful thing and it's totally taken the power away from the word. Yes. And it ends up becoming a sweet moment between us. And, and so I like anyway, that. that's just one one thing I came up with recently that was a challenge that I faced and I uh, – and I – uh, it was a creative way to get out of it. <laughs> yes, I like that. I'm going to use that. I actually really do like that because my kids are kind of in that stage right now where they'll say things and I feel like they're just testing boundaries, you know, or exactly, or they just hear something and they don't really even know what it means, but they want to say it anyway. Or it, like you said, our reaction, you know, if we say, oh, don't say that, then yeah. they know immediately, oh, I want to keep saying it more. <laughs> yeah. And my latest one is with the word fat. Oh, which yeah. is, you know, not something you would say in polite company about anyone or anything. Sure. It was in a Dr. Seuss book. Oh. Uh, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, if you're yep. familiar. Yep. And uh, and it says something about a, a thin fish, a fat fish. And I normally try to – I just pe- don't read that page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he, someone else read it with him and read the page and he noticed that I skipped it. And then, and then he realized, oh, that's a thing. Oh, went, oh no. Yes. So that I try – I mean – I don't know how successful this will be. Like, well, you can say it about fish. Right. <laughs> well, we don't say this about people or other things, but it is about fish. Anyway, so we'll see right. how it works with that. I don't I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. But like you said, it's like there's no, you know, textbook on how to handle those kinds of situations. Like there's some big stuff out there, obviously, like potty training and sleep training and things like that. But when it comes to that kind of stuff, there's, there's yeah. you know, we kind of have to just kind of fly by the seat of our pants and just... Yeah. But the I, I nuance, like yeah, the nuance of language and the nuance of just uh, this was po- politeness. Yes, uh, is still is, is going to be something I think we'll be we'll be t- trying to figure out and teach, and we're still learning ourselves in a lot of ways and yeah. figuring out. And sometimes it catches you by surprise. You go, oh no, I'm in public. Well, how do I handle this? And I kind of freeze. <laughs> yeah, well, um, yeah, especially when you're in public, that's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just keep sort of thinking about it and hopefully having some answers prepared for when those moments Exactly. Exactly. But he's inquisitive. So that's yes. a great quality to have. So that's, yes. you know, and he's picking up on language and that's a great quality, especially at, at three years old. So developmentally, he's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh... he's right on par with everything three-year-olds should be doing. But yeah, as a parent, it makes it hard for us though, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. But it is, yeah, that is the, the good spin on it all. Right, exactly. And that's, I feel like with motherhood, like you said, the spin on the mosquito thing, you know, and in, in, in kind of, you know, twisting that around a little bit, like that's kind of how you 
kind of get through motherhood sometimes is just finding those little ways to reframe something to, you know, to get through it or to teach it or whatever the case is. So, um, so that's great. I am. I'm going to use the mosquito one. I, I really like that. <laughs> when they start saying something <laughs> to me, I'm going to teach them the mosquito concept and then, you know, turn it into a positive, maybe connection you yeah. know, part of it. Yeah, because I kind of like poke them a little bit, like I'm like a tickle. I'm like, this is I feel like a mosquito. I go around him or something. And then he's, yeah, he starts laughing. Well, you know, as a play therapist, I look for all those things as to how to make, you know, hard emotions easier for, you know, people to, to get through and, you know, reframing it into kind of a playful way, I think is fantastic. So I, I really do love that idea. And, you know, cause a lot of times when kids will say things like that, obviously they don't mean them, but when they say things yeah. like that, they're probably looking for that connection with their caregiver. Yes. You know? Yes. So, yeah. and you're and by doing what you said, they're, they're getting that. So yeah, I love it. I'm going to use it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My pleasure. Thank you. Um, so you were recently featured on the cover of People Magazine. Congratulations. It was a beautiful picture of you and your family. Oh, thank you. Um, it was the family issue. But, you know, speaking of motherhood and, and families, you know, what is it like for you to have your, your marriage and your family um, in the spotlight? And how do you, you know, manage, you know, the motherhood in the media? Well, I think for us, it, it hasn't been that bad. We're not so in the spotlight. Uh, we, you know, where we live, it's a little quieter. We don't go out a ton. So, uh, and you know, the COVID of it all has actually been helpful for us. Well, like paparazzi true. wise, it's, it hasn't been the way it was like when we were dating. And, um, so we, for the most part where we've been able to control, I think when, when he is in public and seen in the public eye and that's, that's been nice. Uh, and for him, my, I feel like so much of it is taken kind of day by day or just um, event by event, moment by moment with him and and how he's sort of handling uh, attention. And and our son is a little attention hog, actually. Like he's a little performer. <laughs> Everywhere he goes, he is performing and loves to be in front of people. He's an extreme extrovert. We can't go to a restaurant and have him stay at our table. Like he wants to be like the mayor of the restaurant and oh go around goodness. and say hello and and uh, make friends and play just tic-tac-toe with strangers. It's just, that's his personality. So for him to be around people, it's okay. I think that if he were more of an introvert uh, and didn't like attention, we might handle things differently. So I really think it's just like a a situation and by situation basis or child by child basis even. Um, I don't think we'll be doing a ton of stuff with him in the public eye. Like I don't think you'll be seeing a ton of, uh, you know, work with him. Right. I don't, we won't be putting him in shows and such, but, and I'm not even sure the next time we'll do like a family interview t- uh, type thing with like people or something. And we love people. The people, the people of people have been really great, yeah. <laughs> really kind and nice. <laughs> and I, I understand there is a little bit of interest in our family and, uh, and I'm, and I'm, you know, we're, we're okay with that. We, we're understanding of that. Uh, but we also have our privacy too. And I think that just balancing it and just seeing how it affects him and being cognizant of it is, the best we can do. Exactly. I, I love that. I mean, I love that you're mindful, you know, of that. And, you know, there's kind of a give and take there a little bit, you know, to a certain extent. But um, obviously, you know, the respect for your privacy and, you know, your family, like, you know, just having, like you said, a night in and not wanting to, you know, share that with anyone. That is 100% okay. Right. So, um, so I think that's, that's lovely. I love that, um, that you've, you know, had conversations around that and, you know, um, 
I, I just, yeah, I love how you've handled that. So, um, but speaking of partners, um, you are married to John Stamos. Um, and, you know, I would love to hear a little bit, I don't know if I know this story um, of how you met and first fell in love. Sure. I love telling these stories. They're fun stories. Yeah. Uh, we actually met back in 2011 on a little known show called Law and Order SVU. Oh, sure. Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, he had this rather hilarious character he was playing that was trying to impregnate as much as women as possible. And I was the last woman. He was poking holes in a condom, oh <laughs> trying God. to trick into motherhood when uh, the cops, you know, bust in and arrest him. And uh, to be honest, I haven't seen the episode. I'm not sure what happens next. Oh, how funny. <laughs> But that's how we met. And uh, there was nothing going on there. Uh, I was actually engaged at the time and had a whole first marriage, whole first life <laughs> going yeah. on at the time. Uh, after a couple of years, I found myself single in LA and uh, had another relationship actually before finally reconnecting with John because a friend of mine booked a part in Fuller House. Okay. Who uh, uh, stayed with me in LA while working on it because she was living in Atlanta at the time. And as a thank you for putting her up for the week, she invited me to the taping. And John wasn't in the episode, but he happened to be there and saw me in the audience that day. And we reconnected then, didn't start dating yet. But like, he was just like, hey, what are you doing here? And he thought I was stalking him. And I'm like, no, I oh. her. <laughs> and then he started stalking me on Instagram. Oh, how funny. And once he realized like, oh, I think that she's like single now. Oh my God. He sort of hit me up. And uh, and then we just started talking Disney stuff and uh, eventually started dating. That's uh, that's incredible. I love that. Um, and yes, we'll, we'll be talking about Disney in a little bit because I know, you know, even you and I have a, a shared passion for Disney. So we'll definitely get there for sure. Oh, yes. Um, I can talk about that all day. Yes. But I love I love that. I love that story. I didn't know that. I didn't know the background on it. And so I love that. And um, so you've been married for how long now? How many years? Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know how long we've we been married. Sorry, <laughs> that was right on the spot. I, I was trying to think. 2018, 19, 20, 21. I guess three, three <laughs> years. Three years. Same age. My son. We, my son was. I was pregnant at the time. So okay. He he came a couple months later. So duh, we've been married three years. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, well, next time, you know, I want to. I mean, we could dive into all of that. Um, you know, about uh, love and you know, I can go into all of that. The engagement <laughs> so many stories about and, you know everything. Because I did. You get engaged at Disneyland or no? Am I yes. Oh, that's a fun story too. I love you that. Did. Okay, share that real quick because I I did remember. I think I saw that somewhere that you got engaged at Disneyland. So yes, it was the most romantic. Uh, I felt bad for it because, you know, there's a lot of proposals at Disneyland. And there was actually even some that day later I saw it. And oh, I just funny. kind of felt bad for anyone who was planning a proposal at Disneyland oh, no. afterwards because it really – the bar was ridiculously high there. Uh, he managed to – so, yes, I'm a Disney fanatic. And in that week, I had, the week that we were going, I had already gone like two or three times. <laughs> and he was so funny. He was like, well, you don't have to go again with me. Like, we can go another time. You've been so much this week. I'm like, no, it's totally different with you. We're, we're going to go together too. I, I mean, there's no, there's no right. too much of Disneyland in a week. Of course. But he was really trying to play it off like, ah, oh, it's no big deal. But then we get there. We decided to get a hotel too because you know, I was pregnant and kind of tired and we would have little breaks throughout the day and maybe stay the night if we wanted to stay late and not have to drive home. 
and they gave us this little itty bitty room and John was like kind of being a dick about it. Like, oh my God. like sort of being rude, like, oh my God, this room is terrible. And I was so embarrassed. I'm like, <laughs> like all these, you know, these Disney people around. I'm like, thank you. Thank you so much room. This is so nice. And he was being kind of rude. Right. What, what right. is going on right now? So unlike you. <laughs> and then, uh, and then it's time to go to the park. We went to DCA and he's saying you wanted to go to the animation big building. If anyone yep. hasn't been there, it's this beautiful, big air conditioned space. And we went on a particularly hot day in October. This is midday. And I kept saying, this, the place is going to be packed. Like it's going to be so full. You don't want to go in there. You're going to be mobbed. <laughs> like, well, yeah, let's do some other stuff first. He's like, no, I really want to go there. So anyway, we eventually work our way over there and it's been roped off to the public. <laughs> And we okay. walked right in and that's when I went, oh, he's going to propose now. I didn't say anything because <laughs> I didn't want to ruin it. <laughs> but I had a feeling at that point, oh, I think I know what's coming. <laughs> so we so walked funny. into the building and uh, everyone there is playing it off really nicely. <laughs> Going, oh, you know that we're having an issue with the screens. That's why no one's in here right now. But if you just sit tight here, uh, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get everything up and running in a minute. And then, and there's all these different like movie screens basically all around the room if you haven't seen it before. And on a normal day... They have uh, just snippets of, of Disney films and a lot of just a- the pictures of early animation drawings of, of them. And it's really a beautiful place to hang out. And they play the music. And it's like a big karaoke room for me, really. I sing the whole time. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> But this particular day, the screens were down. And every once in a while, like there would be a little bit of a, a blip of something on one screen. And then the wrong music over here. And then... It, Slowly but surely, all the screens start playing one video, and that one video is all of the meet cutes and romantic moments throughout all Disney films, all Disney animated films, uh, edited together, ending with uh, the song "Kiss the Girl" and an animation of Sebastian telling to John, telling John to ask the girl. Oh, and so then he got down on his knee and asked me to marry him, and I cried, and I was wearing fake lashes, and they fell off, (laughs) (laughs) and it was beautiful. And uh, yeah, crying and and smiling, and then uh, we asked to play the whole thing again. Of course. And then I was like, "Oh well, it's great." Thinking like, "Okay, it's going rides now." And he goes, "Oh, this isn't over yet." And I said, like, "What? There's more?" <laughs> yes, there's more. <laughs> and uh, we were ushered over to Disneyland from California Adventure, and uh, onto the train in the the special car in the back where oh, uh, the caboose where there's they had a little bride and groom ears, and we were was off to the New Orleans quarter, and I was thinking, oh, maybe we'll have lunch at Club 33 or something, which is the special uh, members-only club, the restaurant. One day I'll uh, get there. (laughs) Yeah, super exclusive, fancy, would have been like – that would have been more than enough (laughs) of celebration. But we walked past there, and I thought, I have no idea what's going on now because we went past the entrance, and we went to the entrance of 21 Royal. Okay. Which, if anyone does not know what 21 Royal is, it is a an apartment above the Pirates of the Caribbean that was originally intended to be for the Disney family. Unfortunately, Walt Disney passed away before its completion, and it became a few other things before they did finally turn it into Walt's dream of being a beautiful two-bedroom apartment with um, a couple of patios and it's just it's a fantastic thing you should look it up online (laughs) and now they do these uh fancy dinners there and uh so we we went up there and i'm like in shock crying again it's It's my dream to be able to see this apartment it's um as a a massive disney fan it was uh it's on the, the checklist of things to check out oh sure so i go up there and our friend our family 
both of our families are there to surprise us with a little engagement party. And we ended up uh, having the privilege of spending the night there. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and, uh, and so that's why he was kind of being a tool before to throw me off the scent of doing something special in the right. park. Right. <laughs> and so, yeah, and that's a very rare thing to do. They don't let, like, anyone – I don't think no, – no one can do that anymore. It was a, it was a very – a very special thing, and yeah. uh, and uh, and I'll remember that forever. Oh yeah. And so yeah. So that was just the best proposal ever to exist. Oh yeah. The bar was set very high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Caitlin, this episode is all about love, and I feel like that was just, you know, the definition of love. Your engagement story is just absolutely beautiful. So <laughs> <laughs> over the top. I love it. I love it. It's it's just, I mean, what a wonderful memory, you know? Um, And you're three years in, I just celebrated my 10 year anniversary and I know, yeah, thank you. Um, I know it's, it's hard. (laughs) Marriage is hard and, you know, it's hard to prioritize that, you know, especially being a mom and with a little one who, you know, needs your help and attention a lot. So let me ask you this. How do you prioritize your marriage with your husband? And, you know, do you go on regular date nights, even if you're just at home or how do you work that out? Um, that could, it's sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's hard. It just kind of depends on our, our schedules. Uh, uh, let's see. So I was about to go into something that might not be uh, – I, I keep forgetting that it's actually – this is going to be in February. Oh, right. <laughs> I was going to mention a uh, a strike that's happening right now, but I don't know where it's going to be at in February. Yeah, that's true. I guess it wouldn't be relevant then, would it? Sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> hold on. Let me, I'm going to rephrase this a bit. I, really, I wonder if that – does that mean we'll be married four years? Because our, our anniversary is in February. <laughs> Oh, all right. So yeah, it'll be four years, February. Okay, that's fine. Because even, but that's fine because people know that it's pre-recorded. So, and I could yeah. always say in the notes, you know, and they're about to celebrate their four years, or you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've been, we're going on four year, four years. Well, so, uh, by the time this airs, it'll be, I guess, four years. And uh, let's see the what the way we keep things going in our relationship. And sometimes, you know, sometimes it's easier, and sometimes it's more of a challenge. Uh, but like when, when my husband's working, the hours are really long and there's a lot of great things about working in this industry, but the hours can sometimes be like 12, 16 hour days and, uh, without leaving much time, even on weekends, if he's working really late on a Friday and has to be up early on a Monday, spends a lot of the weekend sleeping. And while he's filming, he's always producing other things and has other things in the line. And he also tours with the beach boys. That's right. <laughs> he's a... Like the busiest dude, really, really busy. Loves to be busy, and I love all the things that he does. Um, but all those things can make it hard to find time for just us. And it's been something we've really focused on lately, especially uh, prioritizing. Because there, there was a time to even when things were all shut down, where we realized we're spending so much of our time together talking about the house or about parenting and our son, and that some sometimes the fun part of being together can go by the wayside a little bit when you're just thinking about all the, the to-do list of stuff. Absolutely. And so lately we've really been putting on our calendars, okay, date night, let's go do something fun. Yes. <laughs> uh, or a day, a day date, you know, and, and just looking at the, what, what's sort of different and happening around us uh, semi-recently, I guess earlier in the summer, I found this like lavender festival Oh, fun. And it was just it was it was just a cute nothing thing to do, but just for us to go somewhere, just us two, 
you know, we made a promise not to talk about anything <laughs> that was of a to-do list type thing and just to enjoy each other's company. I love that. And so that was that was really nice. And uh, but even just a movie night or, you know, dinner out, um, we've been making sure to do. And, you know, I love the park. So trying to get in some Disneyland dates. I've been I've been trying to get an Oogie Boogie night date with him coming up. Oh, well, we're in October recording this. Yeah. Um, and the, uh, but yeah, Disney dates I love and uh, Universal dates I love <laughs> in particular. Uh, but really just any, any time to get together and not talk about things we have to do is, uh, is a win in my book. Yeah, absolutely. And it's hard. I mean, I think it's hard and I'm going to ask you this question. I'll answer it first from what my perspective is. Um, and then I just love to, to hear your perspective and then we'll, we'll go on, um, you know, to the next question. But, um, I was going to ask you, what do you think is harder? I'll let you think about it while I answer. But what do you think is harder, parenting or marriage? And in my personal opinion, I feel like marriage is a lot harder than parenting. But what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I I see it as there's uh, both. (laughs) They're both. Yeah. (laughs) They're both hard and they're both. (laughs) But they all both have, you know, rewarding aspects as well. But I and I do. But I do think that if the relationship is strong and good and you focus on that, it makes the parenting easier mm, too. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, th- I think that if you're too focused on the parenting and, uh, and, and you lose, you're losing a bit of the romance and the connection in the marriage because the focus on parenting or maybe disagreements on parenting, then you got to go back to the marriage <laughs> and focusing on that. Because I've found that when we do that, it makes the parenting easier. It mm-hmm. makes any sort of, if you have a disagreement on something, it makes that easier uh, because the connection between you two is stronger. I love that. And maybe that's my problem. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe I need to go back to to focus on the marriage more and kind of, you know, get that on par. And then, like you said, the, the parenting, everything else kind of falls into place, you know? Yeah. Because as long as if the communication there is good, then it makes communicating in every other way better Yes, as well, including between you and your child. Um, or together about the child and also just what the child also sees because you want you want your child to see, you know, your child's learning from your relationship as well. That's true. Yes. They soak up like sponges. I mean, they notice everything and, you know, they want to model everything we do and they're just watching and learning how to, you know, treat each other and, you know, respect each other, love each other, you know, all those things. So they, they are, they're, they're always watching. I've noticed. <laughs> yeah. I have a funny thing about that too. Recently. <laughs> Just yesterday. I was sort of like, Oh, I do it. Maybe this, I'm not sure how to do better in this area, but he went by me the other, my son went by me the other day and, uh, and pinched my butt and said, I like your butt. Oh, how <laughs> And then I went, Oh, and I, and you know, you don't react because I don't want to get right. right. <laughs> I was like, Oh no, this is not, I mean, like I want him to see that we're, <laughs> That we, you know, that we appreciate each other and we love each other, but maybe, right. maybe not like hitting my butt. Oh, that is so funny. See, I told you they pick up on everything, everything. Oh, Wait till God. he can start. Cause we you know for now, my daughter can, can read now and she, you know, is doing her spelling test every week in school and things like that. But before my husband and I were able to you know, kind of speak in code, you know, and mm-hmm. even just say things and they wouldn't pick it up or we would spell things out and they wouldn't yes, pick it up. Yes. We now, do a lot of spelling things out. <laughs> yes. And now we can't do that. My, you know, with my little one, we can still a little bit, but with my daughter, I mean, she, she listens in like a hawk on everything and can 
even if we spell stuff, she can, you know, she can figure it out. So we really have to, sometimes we, if we're in the same room and we have to say something kind of in secret, we have to text each other because otherwise she'll hear and she'll, you know, anyway. That's so funny. And I, yeah, I completely, just just like I said before, (laughs) once you figure out one way of doing something, you get thrown a curveball and you got to figure out a new way. All those new phases, all those new phases. Mm -hmm. That's so fun. All right. Well, we've been talking about you know, motherhood and marriage. Let's talk about love for ourselves. Um, you know, I feel like sometimes even, especially as moms and wives, you know, sometimes that kind of gets put on the back burner for a lot of people, especially in seasons. So um, what is kind of one way that you like to self-care? How do you take care of yourself? And how do you um, love yourself? <laughs> I am, uh, I'm all, all about self-care. I do a lot of things. Oh, good. <laughs> I, that's the other thing too. If you, cause, okay. I, I should, I should say, I, I'm going to reorganize my pyramid that I was making before. You have to take care of yourself and feel good about yourself in order to then be good in your marriage and take care of the marriage. And then you, and then if the marriage is good, so then your and then your kids and everything and friends and stuff uh, below that. Yeah, I really do think it all begins with caring about you. It is it, it just like on a plane, you know. They say you got to put your mask on yourself before you can exactly. put it on somebody else and take care of someone else. So, um, I there's a lot of ways that I like to self care, and and some of it is just vegging out and watching television every once in a while. Sure, <laughs> but, and even moments, or just really soaking in moments by myself, even if it's like I'm doing laundry right now and it's really peaceful. Yes, dishes <laughs> right now. Sometimes that is my. my which sounds actually sounds kind of sad, but no, those, no one's talking but, to you. No one's asking you yeah, for something. Exactly, you're just you. Yeah, yeah. Really Whatever. Cool. When it's just when it's just me in a room. Even right now, it's just me yeah. in a room talking to you. Yeah, this is a self-care moment. It totally is. It, for me too, it totally <laughs> is. And uh, But then uh, in, a, in a bigger ways, um, I I like to work out Yes, with uh, my neighbor friends. I'm very lucky that there happens to be a trainer that lives nearby me. And we have a group of moms that get together and we work out in the mornings together That's in fantastic. someone's front yard. And it's so nice. It's like a happy hour, but instead of drinking, we're working out. I love it. I love it. <laughs> And it's one of my favorite things that I do in the week. Uh, and then other fun self-care. <laughs> I mean, every once in a while, I like to take a bath. Yeah. And just get away from everyone. And I also, uh, having having a good friend tribe has been great. That I feel like is me time too. And I get to go out with friends, do anything. Or even if the kids are involved, like having play dates with moms that I like hanging out with. That's exactly. also self-care. And being able to just talk together about mutual things that are frustrating or happy or <laughs> anything. Exactly. And uh, I think therapy is great, whether it's with friends or professionally. And uh, and then my all-time favorite is alone time at Disneyland, Oh, which I know I keep going back to Disneyland. And that's no. probably too much, but no, I just talking had... to the right girl because you know I'm there like <laughs> at least probably once a month, twice a month. If I could be there more, I would, you know. So I, know. <laughs> I wish I lived closer. Uh, but I was just there uh, recently, and I was kind of there by myself. But then I was also meeting up with friends, you know. But I'd like I'd be with the friends for a bit, and then they'd go, and then I have some alone time, and then I'd meet up with some other friends, and then you know. So, uh, but in the alone time, I would just it's just great because you just go on what you want and do what you want. And there's no thinking about anybody else. I'm like, Oh, I wonder if they're going to like this or talking about, Oh, well, what should we do next? You just go, you just go. Yeah. This is what I want to do next. And you just do do your thing. Exactly. And I just, it's the most wonderful thing. Yeah. So anyone who thinks like, Oh, how can you, how can you go to Disneyland with that, with, you know, not with kids or how can you go with just friends or how can you go by yourself? I'm telling you, 
It is the best thing and I recommend it. Yeah, highly, highly. I always have mom nights at um, Disneyland. I have like, you know, and I love one of these days we need to meet up there because we have these mom nights where we just go, we have dinner, we go on a couple of big kid rides, you know, and then it's just, it's so therapeutic. It really is, um, you know, therapeutic for me at least. And it sounds like for you too, um, you know, to have that. So I highly recommend it too. So that's two people telling everyone who's listening right now <laughs> to, to do that. So, um, all right, well, let's keep talking about Disney for a second because we obviously this <laughs> You know, it's this episode's about love, and you know we both love Disney. So, um, let me just ask a few quick questions, and then I want to go on to your jewelry company. So, um, question about Disney. Let's ask, what is your favorite Disney movie? Oh, that's so hard. There are so I know, many, many, I know, many, it's many. hard for me too. Um, say one of your favorite Disney movies. Okay, I'll say one of them. So, my dog is named Lilo after Lilo and Stitch. Cute. So I'll say Lilo and Stitch is one of my favorite movies. Love it. Okay, let's go. Uh, on. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I mean, no, I can, I can go on this for an hour, so we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your favorite Disney character? Or oh, one of them. There's so many favorite characters. Well, let's go to princess. Maybe your favorite princess. Oh, um, Jasmine growing up was awesome. And I have to say, I love the live action Jasmine too. Her new song, Speechless. Yes. It's just so good. But just the whole like, just in, this independent thing going on. Yes. I love and I've always loved, even though she falls in love with a man, she's still like, you know, like, I want to do my own thing. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave the country. I'm going to. Right. You know, I like yeah. that. Yeah. The live action is amazing. I agree. OK. Your favorite ride at Disneyland. Guardians of the Galaxy. Hands down. Ooh, you do. <laughs> See, I liked it when it was Tower of Terror, when it just went down because I could prepare myself, you know, that the, it would open up and you knew, OK, it's going to fall. And then you knew it was going to be over like that part was going to be over. But now <laughs> with the intermittent up and down, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm not loving it as much as the original. <laughs> oh, that's why I love it. Oh, I, funny. I feel like they they maximize the use of the space with Bill yes. Factor, that they continue the story throughout the drops, that they launch you also, that there's variety in the video and in the music. Every time you go on, it's a different dance party. That's true. Uh, it's happy. It's fun and exciting. And uh, and the characters are so funny. My absolute favorite at the end, um, what's his name? Like I want to say like Thorax or something. The big dude. I don't know. <laughs> the one big dude, whatever his name is. He, he just goes, you're welcome. <laughs> yes. Why are you thanking, why are you thanking them? I did all the work. <laughs> yes. I, I love that. It's hilarious. Whatever that guy's name is. It's, it's so good. Anyway, I need to watch yeah. the movies again. Yeah, that's good. So you like kind of more of the thrill rides. Like you're, you're okay with love. The, the drops. And well, that's the thing. Okay. <laughs> so my son is a little scaredy baby of rides and he's too young for a lot of it. Sure. My husband will never ever go on Guardians of the Galaxy Tower. He does not do the drops. I have so many friends that are terrified of the drops. So that was one of my things I did solo. I'll do it over and over again. One day I went on it like five times in a row. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. And, uh, and I, so it's just that, that I'll do that as many times as possible. I love it. Forever. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So I want to talk a little bit. You are a jewelry designer. And um, so let's talk a minute about um, the business that you share with your husband called St. Amos Jewelry. And you have hand woman, hand woven. Um, it's called My St. My Hero Bracelets um, that shares a message of love and prayer. They're made in global communities rising above poverty, which I think is incredible. I know I own uh, a many um, and I love <laughs> all you. of your collections. Uh, you've had so many different you. collections over the years. Um, you have a love co collection 
And we do. Yeah. And it's for adults and children, which I yes. love. I love the fact that there's ones for children. Um, but tell us more about the Love Collection and your mission yeah. behind it and the brand and, and, yes. and whatnot. Uh, I'll start with the history a little bit. So My Say My Hero started by Amy Dambra, and she became a very good friend. Uh, John has been wearing her bracelets for many, many years, and he would take them off of his wrist and give them to fans that came up to him. And I could see just the joy that it brought his fans. I mean, some people would cry even and it'd make their day, some of their years. Some, I mean, like some of them you would see years later at like say Beach Boy um, concerts and stuff like, oh, I still am wearing the bracelet still. And like, that's such a, it's such a beautiful thing to be able to just give something off of you for somebody, you know? And, uh, and then after many years of wearing them and giving them away, uh, we thought it'd be fun to partner with Amy in our own line, St. Amos. Uh, Stay most St. Amos, if you... I, know, I love that. I do. I love that. Uh, and our whole idea of it is share the love. And part of it is because he would just give, you know, sharing the love off his own wrist. And every single one of our bracelets has the word loved on it. So anyone you put it on, they know they're loved. Anyone who you share it with. And I think that's such a, such a beautiful message. And uh, each one of our bracelets, 100% of our proceeds, the Stamos family proceeds of that bracelet goes to charity. Most of them go to child help organization, and which is a, an amazing charity that helps abuse kids all around the country. And they've been doing so for a very long time. And it's a great one to support. Absolutely. And then uh, we have another bracelet that's called the Pox Christie, part of the Share the Love line as well. And that particular bracelet benefits uh, organizations that are helping the the BIPOC community. So okay. that's uh, minorities in particular. And uh, uh, so we'll, we'll be expanding that. We're going we're gonna to be expanding who else we, we give to as well in the future. We're working on one that's going to help people with ALS. Wow. And then, uh, and then, you know, continuing to help child help organization as well. And some of them have, some of our bracelets have little meanings behind them. Some are like for a fertility one. If you have a friend who wants to get pregnant or, who, uh, who is pregnant or or for moms or for dads or grandma even or just friends or anybody. I mean, really, it's uh, it's for all kinds of people. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone, for anybody. I, but I, I give them to everybody. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, what else can I say about it? Oh, uh, no, I think that's good. Yeah, I love, <laughs> cut I love, it in there somewhere. No, I love the messages on there. And my husband wears one. He wears one. I think he wears it pretty much every day, you know, except when he's at the gym or swimming or something. But he he puts it on all the time. Um, oh. And I know I wear mine. My kids have those. But I, I love on the package, um, you know, there's the little message on there um, about love and family and, you know. I just, it's so powerful to me. Um, and I just, I, I love, and I love that you give, you know, back. I love that you give to the charities. Um, so where can people find these if they want to order one for themselves or give one as a gift? Where would they go to do that? MySateMyHero.com. Okay. Perfect. And uh, there's links on, there's usually a link on my profile and at, uh, on, on Instagram and St. Amos Jewelry, um, which is like the ad sign ST dot Amos Jewelry. Um, there's a link there too. Uh, but yeah, if you go on the website, it's the share the love collection is what's ours, uh, underneath my St. My Hero umbrella. 
I love it. And I, I highly recommend people either get one for themselves or, you know, like you said, spread the love and share it. I know, especially, you know, Valentine's Day around the corner and, yes. you know, just sharing that love um, the way, you know, John first did when, when you know, before you started the company. And I just think it's just, it's like I said, I, just, I love the message and I love, I love the, the mission, and you know, behind it. So, um, and they're beautiful. They're beautiful bracelets. So, um, so besides, you know, giving a bracelet, you know, um, you know, sharing the love, um, I want to end with one last question. Um, in your opinion, you know, I feel like this is something our world needs right now. Um, but how can we spread love and kindness to others in the world? Uh, well, in small ways, I mean, it, it, the, your day is filled with micro transactions, right? Everyone you meet, and you can have an effect on, whether you're at the grocery store or within your family. And I mean, it's amazing how one little kindness can really just be a, like a, a drop in the water that spreads. And so I think that just any, yeah, any chance that you have to consciously be like, oh, I'm going to let this person go in front of me in anything. Or I'm just going to hold the door open here and smile. or I'm just going to wave hi to somebody as I'm walking down the street. I think any any way that you can connect with somebody else is a good thing. And even True. just call somebody, which we don't do that often anymore. I feel like it's gone by the wayside in it a has. lot of ways. It has. But I just love to just, you know, if someone pops in my head, I'll give them a call and just leave a message like, hey, I was just thinking about you. Hope everything's well. If you have a chance, call me back. Great. Love to catch up. If not, whatever. Love it. <laughs> um, just the little ways to just show people that you care. Um, and you know, the bracelets is a little step bigger than that. And then in really big ways, if you can, I mean, even if, you know, I feel like social media can be a bit of a, a time sucker and in a, in a lot of ways it can negatively impact how you're feeling and, you know, comparing to, you know, your life to others and which is something that's very silly to do, but a lot of people are doing it. Yeah. Um, but you know, Instagram is not life. But even just like commenting somebody nice, something nice on somebody's anything. It's yeah. amazing how much of a little picking up that can do. And, and I, and, or just donating to other, to, to charities that you see on, on Instagram that are doing good things. I'm, I've been trying to use my platform to bring awareness to causes. I love anyone it. who reaches out to me, or sometimes I reach out to them to, uh, just to help spread awareness of, of, good things that people are doing. Exactly. I love that. And like you said, a compliment can go such a long way. You know, even like you said, at the grocery store, when you're standing in line and, um, you know, the person in front of you, or maybe the cashier, you know, just saying, you know, I hope you have a good day, or I really like the, you know, the hat you're wearing today or whatever yeah. it is, just something little thing. to share kindness, mm -hmm. I think is so important. So I love that. Well, um, I didn't share this at the beginning, but, um, you know, Caitlin and I met, at a conference. We both were speaking at a conference on a panel together years ago <laughs> before the pandemic. And I haven't seen you since in real life. <laughs> We've <laughs> talked a lot online and whatnot. And, um, you know, so excited you're on the show today. Um, but like I said, one of these days we need to meet up at Disneyland for a mom's yes. night um, and just have a good time as, as moms and friends and all of that good stuff. But in yes. the meantime, I'd love that. Um, where can people find you? I know you said um, mysaintmyhero.com, um, but where else can people find you um, to either um, talk about your jewelry collection or even just get in touch with you? Yeah. 
Well, my Instagram is Caitlin Skybound, which I've had forever. You think I'd change it to something that makes more sense, but uh, at I the time it. when I, I made it, it, I was flying a lot. So <laughs> I, I was it. just always in the sky. Uh, not so much anymore, clearly. Uh, and uh, that, that's pretty much it. I don't tweet or, or yeah. TikTok or anything. I'm really just on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I, I it's like the only one that's it's enough. It's more that's already takes up a lot. It is. I, I'm still trying to get, get a hold of even understanding Twitter and TikTok. I mean, I do a little bit here and there, but Instagram is definitely, you know, my focus too. So I get it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, there's great things happening on other platforms, I'm sure too, but it's just, it's it's more than I can handle yes. in my life right now. Yes, exactly. Well, Caitlin, so much. Um, thank you so much for being here on the show today. Thank you so much for your time and your stories and talking about love with me today. I absolutely wish you the best Valentine's Day and hope to see you soon. Thank you so much. Yeah, I hope to see you in person very soon. A Disney day, yeah, any day. I'd love now, that. Now that the magic key's out, I'm like, let's go. Oh, yeah. Right now, let's go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Every day's a good Disney day. Thank you for joining us today. I can't wait to have you back for more. Make sure to subscribe to the Parentologist Podcast so you don't miss an episode. And make sure to tell your friends. This podcast is not intended to be a replacement for therapy. If you or someone you know is in crisis, please call 911.